Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show, Smack Off 23 on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to the Smack Off. I am Jim Rome. What a tremendous Friday. Clones, what's cracking? Where are you? How is it? How are you living? Man, it feels different. It feels absolutely incredible. It feels absolutely incredible. Smack off number 23. Live from Southern California, I'm in the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Man, it feels good. Welcome to the jungle. Let me lay the whole thing out for you in a few moments, but the reaction already. We have not started yet, and it's completely off the hook. Let me give you a sampling very quickly. Egg Salad State right off the top. Tweeting at Jim Rome. Got the earbuds in. Representing Pool Guy Nation. Hashtag smack off. Let's do it. I'll get to it in a minute. But if you're tweeting about the show today, make sure that you hashtag smack off in every single tweet. Make sure every single tweet has the hashtag smack off. That way you can click on it and you can see exactly what people are saying about the program, what they're saying about your tweet, and you can follow along. Make sure on Twitter that you hashtag it. Hashtag smack off. Matt and Poland Springs at Jim Rome. Office blinds shut. Door locked. Lights off. Next three hours book clear. Let's get this party started. Hashtag smack off. JFrog503 at Jim Rome tweets. Do not disturb status on my email until noon for the smack off. Can't wait for this. Andrew Tellman tweeting. Hashtag smack off. Live from my mail route. Just thankful that Cal in Vegas is out of the contest. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tweets are coming in right now. Let's go ahead and get after it. Let me lay it out right now. Now, I would assume that most of you have heard the smack off before, but some of you are listening for the very first time. So here's a quick primer if that is the case. This is the 23rd year in a row that we have done this. One of the first things that I decided when I got my own radio program was that I would not let the callers determine my fate. I would not let the callers drive the show, and with good reason. Have you heard the callers? They frustrate the hell out of me. I used to say, if I could just pick who I wanted to call the show and weed out all the other dead weight, the show would be so much better. Of course, you can't do that. Well, not every day, but you can do it, say, once a year. And that's what we've done. Once a year, 23 years in a row, the best of the best, invite only. You cannot call this show today unless you have qualified for the field. Previous winners have lifetime exemptions, and they can show up the day of the event and not at any other point during the year. They can. They've won. It pays to be a winner. Everybody else, though, needs an invite. Winner today gets five grand in cash and makes history. Runner-up does not get jack. Third place gets even less. Here are the rules. The winner is decided by myself and the XR4TI, period. That decision is final. If you don't like it, and many of you won't because you never do, then do what you do. Take your hate to Twitter. Just make sure you hashtag it smack off. Speaking of Twitter, just because you're not calling today does not mean that you can't have a prominent role in Smack Off 23 because you can and you should. Get on Twitter. Let it rip. Hype what you love. Crush what you hate. And hashtag every single tweet with Smack Off. Hashtag Smack Off. 
Again, I'm not trying to get the show to trend. The reason you want to do that is when you click on that, you can see what everybody else is saying nationally and internationally about what they're hearing. You can see what they're saying about the callers, how they're responding to your tweets. So if you tweet anything at all, make sure you hashtag it smack off so everybody can see what you're saying and you can read what everybody else is saying. Back to the rules quickly. There really aren't any. No time limit on calls, but it would stand a reason. If you put yourself out there and you call early on, you're going to get a little more leeway than if you lay out, watch the competition develop, and then we have less time to work with late. Also, just because you're in the field does not mean you're guaranteed to get on the air. We decide who gets on the air. That's left to our discretion. Subject matter is entirely up to the caller. All sports, little or no sports, whatever we deem the best content, regardless of what it is, is going to win it. So literally, that's it. Are you ready to do this? Hope all of you listening have found your spot. You have your lapper. You have your phone, you have your desktop, whatever it is in front of you. Remember, again, hashtag every tweet smack off. Let's do this. What have you had for breakfast? Have any of you got your party on yet? What's going on? Five grand to the winner. It is time. Time for smack off 23. Let's see who's first. First up, the first one through. He is the only one to wire the field. He is looking to do it yet again. A three-time champ. Yes, he had a rough go of it last year, barely cracking the top 10. But he's arguably the best caller in show history. You'll say to me, Rome, have this guy give me one freaking sports take. Just one. And my response, look at his bling. Now, Vic did call his shot yesterday. Vic wanted to go in the leadoff spot. But Brad in Corona jumped the route. He called in first. Credit for that. We start Smack Off 23 by going to the Inland Empire, the BIC himself. Brad in Corona. Bradley, what's up? Timothy, I want to apologize that I uh, have to go first this year. Probably should have announced it, but I didn't want to give these losers time to come up with anything good. I want to start off today with a special announcement, Jim. I heard a lot of clones complaining about the high cost of the Mayweather-McGregor pay-per-view. And in light of that, I've decided to come through for all my Southern California clones. You guys are officially all invited to come over to my house and watch the fight in 4K, high definition, absolutely free. I'm not buying the pay-per-view or anything. I'm just going to pay left in the gimmick beach 10 bucks to stand up on my roof next to my direct TV receiver and pirate that sweet 4K signal through his massive ears down into my tube. Left in his ears are like the black box of 2017, Jim. He can even pick up the Playboy channel if he takes his hat off, but it's kind of scrambled, and you can only see a boob scroll by every so often. So we got some kinks to still work out, you know. Jim, I have a quick bone to pick with you. You've been saying for years that this show and the smack-off is an idol maker. But, Jim, where are all the idols? None of these guys have talent and or the ability to make anything of themselves. I mean, if Mike and Indy had real talent, he would have parlayed success on your show into something other than a mediocre Twitter following and some illegally obtained Mark in Hollywood nudes. Which, by the way, Jim, Mark in Hollywood nudes, 
not very tasteful nudes. He just puts that Snapchat hot dog in the photo next to him a bunch of times, and he sort of lose track of what's happening. And uh, you can imagine how upset that makes a guy like Jeff Passan feel, because we know Jeff Passan loves himself some hot dogs, Jim. Hey, Passan, let me give you a little preview of today, because I don't think you knew what you were getting into when you agreed to do this thing. You are entering a lion's den full of the biggest haters on the planet who will never, ever let you live down anything you say, ever. Knowing that, it probably wasn't the best idea for you to call into the show a couple months back and talk for 10 minutes about how much you love hot dogs. I don't know. I, I don't think Vic in NoCal will be here today, Jim. I think his head exploded after that interview with Passan. He just stroked out from all the wiener jokes that flooded into his little brain while Passan was droning on and on about his love of the hot dog and his preferred method for eating them. Jim, I don't know anything anymore. My, my head's spinning from all the ESPN layoffs that went down earlier this year. They fired Trent Dilfer. Trent freaking Dilfer, Jim. The guy had a segment called Dilfer's Dimes, which was ironic because Trent Dilfer threw exactly one dime in his entire NFL career, and it was by accident. Dilfer's dimes, that's like if you had a segment on your radio show called Rich Ackerman's Awesome Radio Highlights. That's right, Ackerman. You are entering a world of pain, my friend. Jim, how dare Rich Ackerman come on here last year and try to clown me? Rich, dude, you read 30 seconds of radio highlights twice an hour. You work one minute every hour on the radio, Rich. How much does that pay? Even if it pays 500 bucks an hour, you're still only bringing home like 50 bucks a week. Jim, seriously, how is Ackerman still employed? He's like that fat, ugly, red-headed guy Milton from the movie Office Space, where, you know, CBS meant to fire him 10 years ago, but through some glitch in the system, he keeps getting his $50 paycheck every week. I was, I was told I would be able to read 30 seconds of sports highlights twice a day or... I'm going to set the building on fire. Yeah, Rich, hopefully someone at CBS is listening right now and goes ahead and fixes the glitch. I'm not sure, Jim. Maybe Ackerman's super wealthy. Maybe he's like a trust fund baby. Maybe Rich and his wife are like that couple on House Hunters you're always talking about that comes out of nowhere with that crazy budget. Um, yeah, my husband, Rich, reads 30 seconds of sports radio highlights twice an hour, and I steal all the recycling out of our neighbor's trash cans before the city trash trucks come by and pick it up. Our all-in budget is $4 million, and we would just love to have room for two swimming pools. Hey, finishing up, Jimmy, my daddy always told me if you ain't first, you're last, and I'm 99% sure that with my scheduling conflict, I'm not getting first. And knowing that, Jim, I should probably just get last. So out of respect for the smack-off and my fellow competitors, Chael, Mike, Vic, Steve, Cam, is there a cam? I, I don't know. All the other lames whose names I can't remember. I will now do the honorable thing by committing smack-off suicide, also known as smack-off harakiri or seppuku, which will bring honor to this competition and allow someone else besides me for a change to win the $5,000 this year. I'm going to end my call with a joke that I've written myself. I hope you like it. And, Alvi, get ready to send me to meet my maker. <clears throat> Okay, so Najee Davenport, Peppermint Patty, and an uncircumcised Euro walk into a laundromat. Patty turns to Najee and says, hey, does it stink in here to you? The Euro says, no, those are just my turtlenecks. That's not a call. No. You don't like that call. I don't like that call. Not a very good call. Oh, no. No, he did not. That did not just happen. Brad and Corona. <laughs>
You have got to be kidding me. There is your first holy crap moment of this year's smack-off. Look, I'm not really sure exactly what that was about. Are you kidding me, Brad? Yeah, I guess when he said that he had a scheduling conflict, he really meant it. The, the BIC with a freaking kamikaze mission to start the smack off. Yeah, very clearly, he was looking to get run. I mean, I don't know. You reference Najee Davenport or Peppermint Patty or, quote, an uncircumcised Euro. You mention any one of those things, you're going to get run on any day of the year. You mention all three of those things, and you're looking to take that plane into the side of a freaking mountain. My man was looking to go out in a blaze of glory. Now, why he did that, I'm not exactly sure. Brad. Yeah, the thing is, though, he's got a history of that type of thing. Remember when he sang Celine Dion at the end of that great smack-off call, one that might have won the event, and we had to run him for that? So he does have a history of this sort of thing. What can I say? I I don't know. I'm stunned. I'm shocked by that. I guess some men just want to watch the world burn. Brad in Corona? With a kamikaze mission? All right. Off to a great start. An iconic, holy crap moment to start Smack Off 23. If you're looking to respond, hit it on Twitter. Go hard. Make sure you hashtag that thing Smack Off. I figured he wanted to go wire to wire. All right, we're underway. You're listening to Smack Off 23, Brad in Corona, pulling the ripcord. More when we come back. You know, it's hard to find reliable help for home projects. Neighbors recommend one thing. Brad, are you kidding? You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. Wild, wild start. The Smack Off 20. It's 23. I am Jim Rome. Welcome back. Today's Smack Off brought to you by the Lords of Hardwood Lumber Liquidators. Not only have they been a stellar sponsor of this program, but I know that they're saving you clones a ton of money on the very best selection of hardwood flooring anywhere. It's time to upgrade your floors. Stop in to your local Lumber Liquidator store. Check it out. And I appreciate them being our lead sponsor this year and every single year. All right, so... As I mentioned, a wild start. The thing about Brad and Corona is you never know exactly what you're going to get from him, but I didn't expect to get that from him at all. And then, of course, we see this every single year during the smack-off when somebody gets going, has a good call, people rush in to say, it's over, it's over, it's over. Like, this email came right in the middle of the call. Rome, it's over, it's over. Cancel the rest of the program. Brad has done it again. Mike R. in Toronto. Obviously, that email came in before he finished that call. Twitter reactions, very interesting. Nathan Beakley tweets, classic Brad, falls on his sword, legend. Nick W. Robbins tweets, war Brad in Corona, hashtag smack off. Leon Van tweets, Brad committed suicide, live, on the air, hashtag smack off. Sean and Bo show, Najee suicide, hashtag smack off. Like I said, if you mention any of the three things he mentioned, you're going to get run. If you mention all three of them in the same call, you're looking to kill yourself on the air. Brian in Rochester tweets, BIC went from worst call in history to best call in history. Hashtag smack off. Chad in Lincoln tweets, hilarious call by Brad and Corona. 
committing hashtag smack off suicide with a Najee Davenport joke. Well done. Way to start it off right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that Brad, even in victory, has been as popular as he is right now. Falling on that sword. All of a sudden, now he's the people's champ. And let's not give all the credit to Najee. He also worked in a peppermint patty reference. And an uncircumcised Euro reference. Cruz Pedragon tweets and asks, hashtag smack off, why, Brad, why? Like I said, I don't know. That's Brad being Brad. That's Brad doing Brad things. Mark in Hollywood has a conspiracy theory. Mark in Hollywood tweets, see you in left's call, Brad. Old school Greg and Sun Valley's in. OJ Simpson. Brad is now sitting solid at seventh. OJ Jimson, he said. And one more Rome. Najee, Peppermint Patty, and an uncircumcised Euro. Larry Brown and Carl in Rosemead think that was a surefire way to press the eject button. Great start. Tom in Calgary. And one more. This reads, War the Kamikaze. Give that man five grand. Chad, not in Salt Lake, Utah. You can't give him the money. He got run. You can't win if you get run. All right, so wild start to smack off 23. Let's keep moving. Now, maybe, maybe, if Brad's not the most polarizing caller in show history, this guy might be. And he knows it. The man in the black hat. The jungle villain. Broadway Victor. Like it or not, Vic is a jungle icon. Ask him. All I have to do is say his name, and you know exactly who I'm talking about. He won this thing one time. He hits the board every time. He's the 2010 champ, and he's guaranteed to leave you laughing or seething because, like Vic says, he excels. He excels in the boardroom, the weight room, the bedroom, the classroom. He's been calling into this program now for well over a decade, and now he tries to join the elite club. Of multi smack off winners. Brad is already out. Vic is the next one in. Victor, do what you do. I'm the man. I've been talking smack since I was six years old, and I've always been a stud. Rome, I hope this is really you I'm talking to and not Leffalo Bill in Laguna wearing some kind of Jim Rome skin suit as part of his latest stunt. Hey, you're right, Rome. Brad and Corona's initials are BIC which is fitting because you can't spell bitch without B-I-C. And you saw that little bitch move he just pulled. Hey, Rome, you know what? I actually met Brad this year, but uh, more on that later. You know, B-I-C was kind enough to let us know in his RSVP call this year that he wouldn't have any sports takes today. Uh, Yeah, dude, we already knew. No need to tell us. I mean, that's like Steve Carbone telling us he won't have any takes on what it's like to not pay for sex. And when Stevie Carbone got those herps, I prayed for him. We already know you don't like sports, Brad. Hell, you probably think Spider 2Y Banana is the name of a new lip gloss flavor at Hot Topic. I mean, Brad knows as much about sports as my cat does, which is one more thing he has in common with my cat besides being a P-word. Hey, speaking of P-words, Rick in Buffalo, the P is silent. Legendary flame out with the smacky chopper, my man. I mean, damn, you hadn't choked like that since last October when you got coughed up that unidentified flying donga at the Pats game. 
And Romy, what's the deal with Lonzo Ball's dad? More specifically, what's up with those canary yellow chiclets of his, man? I mean, what's that all about? Romy, have you seen LeVar Ball's chiclets? It looks like he's got a terrible towel stuffed in his mouth. Black and yellow, black and yellow. Dude, that's not a smile. That is a cry for help. Although, I don't know, I guess it might be kind of cool to be able to butter your bread just by running the slices across your teeth. I mean, I think I finally figured out what the BBB on his T-shirt stands for. By Cuspid Buttered Biscuits. Hey, I know you played a little college ball back in the day, LB. What school did you go to? I know where you didn't go. Colgate. You see, Rome, there's no fat in this call. I haven't mentioned Caleb once. And, hey, you want to know what makes Mike and Indy such a loser? Well, you know, I mean, there's plenty to choose from, but how about the fact that he brags about how many times he's finished second? Hey, Mike, you know who doesn't give a damn about who finishes second? Jim Rome doesn't. Worried about who finished two through ten in the smack-off. There's no black type in the smack-off. It doesn't matter if you're fourth or second, fifth or seventh. It's all zero. And I honestly don't care what order the other people finish today. If you're not first, you're last. There you have it, Mikey. Your entire world just came crashing down. Take that for data. You know, Ro, Mike always finishes second in the jungle, but he never finishes second in the bedroom, which is why his girlfriend has my number saved on her phone with the name Spray Tan. I excel. Of course, Mike's infatuation with number two does help explain his love for that piece of crap, Chael Sonnen. And I know calling Chael Sonnen a piece of crap is not really fair. Because, hey, crap at least has some redeeming qualities. I mean, you can use it as fertilizer to nourish the plants. You can harness its energy to, like, power a light bulb. I mean, this guy has been caught cheating at MMA, cheating at real estate, cheating at Celebrity Apprentice. Really, Chael? This con man would waterboard his own mother if there was a buck to be made from it. The godfather of integrity, yeah, like LeVar Ball is the godfather of dentistry. You know, Chael, you once said Tito Ortiz's ex was the only person you knew who made money using her mouth. Well, I'm using my mouth to make money right now as we speak, about five grand's worth. Well, let me wrap this up by uh, telling you about a, a funny little episode I had. You know, a few months ago, I was down in the 909. I was at a workout club, finishing up my workout. Just got out of the shower. I'm tying up my shoes. And a uh, guy comes up to the locker next to me. He goes, hey, man, there's a guy in the Pilates studio who's looking for you. He says he knows you. I go, you mean a girl in the Pilates studio? He's like, no, 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 it's a guy. He's in a pair of red Lululemons. You'll see him. So I walk over, but there's nobody there. Just a bunch of papers scattered on the floor. Now, as I reach down to pick up the papers, Rome, I realize that it's a script filled with reverse-engineered smack taken from a bunch of my old phone calls. Suddenly I hear, hey, Vic. I look up, foot away from me, there's a camel toe right in my face. Brandon Corona. Vic in NoCal, Broadway Victor, savage and dirty as always. This is why he is one of the most polarizing callers ever. Man, Vic, you were on the line that entire call. You were on that line the entire call. Can you imagine having to run Vic and Brad back-to-back and it came that close to happening? We are two calls in to smack off 23. Normally, after every call, I say, all right, where do you slot that one? Well, since we're two in and one committed suicide, it's pretty easy where to slot that one because he got to the end of the call. Broadway Vic, will that be enough to carry the day? There is so much more still ahead. Brad's already out in case you missed the top. Vic and NoCal is in. It's invite only. 
As you can tell, there's not going to be too much sports and a lot of clone-on-clone hate. That's already developing. Let's get it. How's your day going? Once again, take to Twitter. Just because you're not calling today does not mean you're not a big part of the program. You are a big part of the program. Hit it on Twitter. Hashtag it smack off. That way, everybody can click on it and see what you're saying, and you can see what everybody else is saying. Follow the show in social. When we come back, we'll decide who's next. Got a monster or two online already. It's always interesting to see how it plays out. Two of the monsters came in right off the top. Normally, they wait. They lay out. We've already heard from Brad and Vic. They both won the event. I know this Brad's not winning this year. He's already out. Time now for a sports update. Here is the very latest on a Smack Off Friday. Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show, Smack Off 23 on CBS Sports Radio. Back off day, but it's a Friday, so it's also an ATP day. Ask the Pros, brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com backslash ask the pros. Submit your question. I will try to answer one of them later on today. And remember, sign up and be an O Rewards member. Start earning instantly. O Rewards members earn five bucks back for every 150 they spend. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Speaking to the polarization of Vic. Here's an example of that. Sam Cuso tweets, Vic and NoCal just killed that. Hashtag smack off. Oki Stotts tweets, I could have huffed paint and done less damage to my brain than that Vic call did just now. Hashtag smack off. Even more pointed, Brian Lee Rose tweets, Vic with a solid eighth place call. Put more effort in loser. Hashtag. Smack off. Go ahead and take your guess. Do you think that's going to be good enough to carry the day? Is that going? Is that a smack off winning call you just heard from Vic? Brad's already out. He commits jungle suicide. Vic is the only other person we've taken. He made it to the end of his call. Definitely not one of Vic's best calls. I would say that right now. Good. But when you're Vic, you're Broadway Vic, and you're a Hall of Famer, he's certainly made better calls than that. But he did crush some fools. All right, back at it. We go now to arguably the strongest man in the jungle, the toughest dude in the jungle, the proudest man in the jungle. And I want to set the record straight on something. I want to set the record straight on something that a lot of you have completely twisted. This guy loves his country. And I'm going to say that he loves his country as much as any of you do. And he loves his jungle as much as any of you do. Trapper has been in a number of battles and a few wars, but none bigger than the one he's currently battling. And believe me, at go time, if you ever want somebody to have your back, this is the guy. His grit and toughness are legendary. So is his loyalty. And he is a made man on this program. And as long as I'm calling the shots in this here jungle, this guy can call whenever the hell he wants. And especially on the most important day of the jungle year. Let's go to Dana Point. Trapper, good morning. Trap, what's up? Hey, How are man. You? How you doing? Good, bud. How about you? Much gratitude, Jimmy, for the invite, as well as the very kind words. Not just Alvy, but the Ankh docs. Uh, they tell me I'm on the clock, so this seems like the right time to maybe say farewell. 
Of course, there's the clones of which there were many who have ripped me over the years, so I guess it's also a good time to extend the olive branch. So like I said from the stage, Jim, at the Phoenix Tour Stop 17 years ago, are you kidding me? It could be another 2,000 years. My roids would still be your cerebral aneurysms. Sorry to all you puerile, pubescent, proselytizing punks. The only thing that registers when I hear the word terminal is the Lufthansa terminal at JFK in 78 when my boys hit it. I'm smart. I'm smart. Trapper, can I go on? No, Fredo, you can't. 1990 saw some world-changing events we all know about, Nelson Mandela's release, Operation Desert Shield, and the jungle being born on Extra 690. <clears throat> Thank you, Vic. Starting that month, Jim Rome began building the barricades, and for the, for the last 27 years, it's been ban- manned by a growing band of brothers. Anyway, Slice at Jim, the show caught fire like a gas station in a Michael Bay film. What other sports commentator would use, use Iggy Pop as a sign-on or pick up his theme song from the brownstone-flavored Guns N' Roses? And what other show would draft a loyal and somewhat twisted contributing following with the likes of Silk Ira, the Cablin Asian, Raider Mike, let me see, Dark Gable, the Brothers Detola, J.T. Terrence, uh, Joey from Lemon Grove, CEO Richie in Anaheim Hills, just to name a few. We weren't too pretty, we weren't too proud, and we might have been laughing a bit too loud. But like the pimp in the box, we had game, we had balls, and we had smack. We rolled through your cities like Sherman and Jay-Z through the ATL. We drank your beer, we pulled your women and a few other things, common decency, and statutes of limitation preclude mention of here, Jim. As for the stuff of smack... It also included the host guts to stay on that Tuesday and the entire week when 9-11 hit, giving us some degree of sanity in a mad season. And then there was the needed and continuing discourse, and God bless you for this, Jimmy, on the racial, with Rome bringing in six social critics like Dr. Harry Edwards while turning me loose to go mano a mano with Don King, all of which has made this the best damn sports show in America. And Jim, me to you. We dial in soccer, we take the world. But yeah, Leonard Cohen, first we take back Manhattan. Last is my, for my critics over the years, really, I really do dig you guys. Every cannon needs fodder or fodder wings. But sorry, I've, I've, I've destroyed you guys in so many creative ways. They're going to honor me at the Kennedy Center if I hang around long enough. Trying to play nice with you fools has been like Brando trying to play Annie. Most of you, I've, I've chewed up like a dead hooker and a wood chipper. But the real treasure, in addition to Jim keeping me between the ditches, has been his loyalty through some hard times and this band of brothers he brought together over a quarter century ago. <clears throat> Thank you, Vic. For my wheelman, Silk, who kept me alive through many a stretch of bad road across America, I'll close with and uh, apologies to Eminem. I'm beginning to feel like a rap god, rap god. All my people from the front to the back nod, back nod. Now who thinks they're smacking keep pace? I'm the jungle's made man. Call me Smackbot, Smackbot. I was there when Rome got the mic job, mic job establishment types. Seeing the income, they say my smack was coming from a juke joint. Really, it was coming down from Dana Point. I called the jungle, busting in flames. 27 years, never suffered fools or blame. Been inducted to the Attics Hall of Fame, and on that wall, they know my name well. But I'm still here, and you haters can go to, yeah. I'm smart. I'm smart. Fredo, you broke my heart. Hey, Bobby from Brooklyn, take Fredo fishing, will ya? Better, better, better yet.
save the bait. Jimmy, Janet, Alvy, the XR4TI, my boys, and yeah, well, you too, Woodrow. It's been a hell of a party, my brother. Tramps like us, babe. I'm out. Tramps like us. 30 pieces of silver, my brother. 30 pieces of silver. Trapper. My man. Trapper goes way back with this program. He is a made man. And as I said, as long as I'm running this here show, this guy can call whenever the hell he wants, and especially on the most important day. My man, I know you will be back soon. I know I'll take another call from you soon. Trapper showing up on Smack Off 23 exactly the way you'd expect. Where do you slot him? Brad called in and got run. He's out. Vic called in. He made it in. He was your clubhouse leader, and now Trapper is in. Let's keep moving through hour one. Again, if you want to react to what you just heard, do it on Twitter. Hashtag it with Smack Off. This guy, the next call, he might be the golden ticket winner that we know the least about, possibly. I mean, many want to call this guy one-trick pony, probably because every time he calls, he only has that one trick, and that's jamming as many rat and cheese references into his calls as is humanly possible. But then he shocked the jungle when he ripped that golden ticket. Let's see if he breaks out another move or if he simply stays with what got him here. Let's go to America's Dairyland, Wisconsin. Benny in Wisco. You made it in. Benny, good morning. What's up? Good morning. Let me take a quick layup and say, War Trapper, your legendary. And uh, thanks, Brad and Corona, or Cam, or Bobby, or whatever your name is, for jumping on that sword. That was terrible. And uh, Vic, I think I'm going to gloss you the Daisuke Matsuzaka of the jungle with that awkward delivery, the disappointing results, and content that was much better at home before it made it to the show. So uh, take it on the run there, Barrio Speedwagon. But Jimmos, without individual walk-up songs this year, I really applaud you for playing Screaming Waistband at the top as a collective introduction to this group of lard-ass woolly mammoths. But thank you for the rodent ticket, allowing me to be part of this momentous occasion. The rind includes Friday, baby. Trap on your seatbelts, everybody. This is about to get radical. Romy, USC sophomore quarterback Sam Darnold recently told NFL teams not to tank their season for the sake of drafting him further proving that millennials are born concussed. Thanks for the advice, Sam. That's like RSVPing to the smack-off to profess that you're shooting for second place or offering that you're three extra base hits short of the cycle to millions of listeners on an internationally syndicated level. Hi, Caleb in Green Bay. By the way, I loved your RSVP call, dude. I mean, way to spread your wings as a caller and show all of your diversity by portraying a basement-dwelling psychopath. Come on, dude. You representing Buffalo Bill is somehow more natural than John Goodman being the voice of Buffalo Wild Wings. Now, while we're on the subject of blue and cheese, Brad and Corona, your last two calls were so inherently dumb, my brain feels like it's been sloshed around more than silk liver, which ironically is surrounded by more wine than your voice. Brad, you mentioned you want to clone one of Left's ears and reattach it to the top of his head to make a fidget spinner. Think about that, Jim. That's got to be the stupidest thing anyone has ever said or heard. Brad, if you want to dump personal appearance smack into your hand and throw it at the wall of pop culture, why stop there? Here, I'll help you out a little bit. Remember those big red hickeys all over Mikey Phelps during the Olympics? That was the result of a procedure called cupping, which is where you pay Mike and Indy and his bulbous head to latch onto your chest, breast, neck, and legs for a couple years until you wind up with a bunch of skin sores and bad tandem calls, like Chael did. Or better yet, Brad, combine a bunch of fads. 
get a flash mob together, play one of your calls over everyone's iPod or earbuds or however those dorks do it, film it, and put it on YouTube. You'll have a mannequin challenge on your hands that will go more viral, viral than Broadway Vic after a weekend runner. Oh, that call is a real crowd freezer. Speaking to you, Vic and NorCal, when Romy yells, react to me in his jacksaw voice, it doesn't mean you need to jump in the shower every time he says, LaVar Ball. And for those scoring at home, this is where I take the layup, put the points on the board, and mention Fumunda Cheese. Ding! Big Beller brand, baby. Now, if you think Alvy's arm gets tired hitting the bell during my calls, just listen to Lef in Laguda's call later today and imagine putting a bell counter to the times he says the word Romy. I mean, it happens. Sometimes I'll slip a queso or a Havarti into everyday conversation, much like Ernie slips a Camembert once in a while, but it's just overkill when Left does it with his Romy bombs. Uh, welcome to Subway. What can I get started for you? Uh, hey, Romy, I'll have the BMT Romy on Italian herbs and cheese, Romy. <laughs> Funny, that actually originates in Rome, Romy. And, Romy, give me that provolone, that lettuce, and the green peppers, Romy. And, and Romy, I know you have the sliced pickles too, Romy, but can I get that full-sized uncut one, Romy? And, and, yeah, I want that heated up. Grill it on that straight fire, Romy. I'm out, Romy. Les, you are the big-eared cartoon elephant in the room that sees a mouse and jumps up onto the chandelier only to have it come crashing down. So, Les, while you're making your call from Jim's chandelier or pants or wherever the hell you are, just know that I'm the mouse you're worried about, Dumbo. I'm the squeaky-voiced Mike Tyson in your head. Yeah, Les, Les in the Gouda, Les, I'm coming for you. I'm going to rip your heart out. I'm the best cheddar. I'm the most brutal and swishest and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can snap me. Les is a conqueror. No, I'm Alvin Zander. He's no Alvin Zander. I'm the best chevre. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Punny Liston. I'm Monterey Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their cheesecloth. There's no one can snap me. My style is impetuous. My brief fence is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat them, your children. Praise be to Chinchilla. Oh, you see, it's simple. Y'all knew right from the beginning that I would end up winning. Y'all knew right from the start I'd shoot an arrow through your heart. Cotija, buddy. That stands for cheese overtones to incinerate Jimmo's airwaves. Benny and Swisco, from molding ticket to 5K and cheddar. Take that for Rata, bitches. Look at this guy right on cue. Right on freaking cue, too, to end the first hour. Benny in Wisco. That answered my question, right? In the lead-up, I said, is this guy going to do what he's always done? Is he going to do what got him to that dance? Is he going to go with that one move, that one trick? And the answer clearly is no, he did not. My man's got some other moves. He's got some other tools. He's got a few tools in that toolbox. Benny in Wisco. How do you score it so far? That's our number one. And again, this thing moves quickly, right? Brad is out. Vic and NoCal made it through. Trapper made it through. Benny and Wisco made it through. So literally only three calls to consider after one hour. Go ahead and slot them. You have to think some monsters are coming next hour. Smack off 23, live in Southern California. We continue with our number two next. This is CBS Sports Radio. You're enough. Security threats are everywhere. But with Xfinity XFi, you're notified of threats to your in-home Wi-Fi network, so all your connected devices are protected. That's simple, easy, awesome. Switch to Xfinity today and get a great offer. You'll get the best in-home Wi-Fi experience with Xfinity XFi. Plus, you'll get advanced security free with the XFi Gateway. That's a $72 value per year. No other provider offers this. 
Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. 